Welcome to Shomach Shavu on the Dav Shir sponsor, Lui Nishba Sarem Be'akav Shalom Be'lea Basitzchok. We're holding in Yavom Estafayim Ches. The more in the Elevud base brings this story, that when Dovah the Melech had three years of hunger in Eretz Yisrael, he can't ask the Uri V'tumim, why is that so? And Akashboh told him that it's for two reasons. One, that Shol was not Nisbat Kahalacha, that he didn't maspit Shol rightly, and because he, Shol killed the Givoyim. Says the Gemara, when did Shol kill the Givoyim? Says the Gemara, Shol did not kill the Givoyim, but he killed Noiv Irakoyanim, and that caused the Givoyim to lose their Pranasa. And on that, Amisol is being punished for that sin. And this is a very, very hard thing to understand. And this go, if you look through Shul base, David the Melech was running away from Shoal. Shoal was trying to kill him. And then David the Melech was helped by Noiv Ira Krehanim. He came to Noiv, and the Krehanim there helped him. And Doeg went and was malshim to Shoal that they tried to help him. Shoal called the Krehanim and told him, Why did he help David? And they explained. They said, We didn't know that you and David are fighting. We thought David is one of your people. And Shoal said, no, you're rebelling, you're Mori B'Machus. And he tried to kill them. Nobody wanted to kill the Krehanim, except Doeg was the Rasha. And he went and killed all the Krehanim. And on that, it doesn't say over here in the Gemara that Shoal is being punished. That Amisul is being punished. What are they being punished for? For the fact that because Noir Krehanim was killed, so now the Givoinim, which are now really part of Amisul, they don't have a Parnoso. How do we understand this? Why isn't there here a taina tevil on the fact that Shoal killed Irakoyani? Why are you just focus on the fact that there's givoyim in the Donar Parnasa? It seems we're focusing here on the Tofel, not on the Ikar. And then first you try to explain different ways. It says that maybe there's no taina killing Noiv Irakoyani because the Bnei Eili, they were supposed to die anyway. They died at a very young age. The people are dying anyway. The Rishayim and Chumash say that with the Givayim there was a Shvuo. So Shvuo is so Chumar that it's so much greater than anything else that can happen. If they understand this, obviously more. Some of the Achrayim bring the Pshat is that Shoal was punished for the fact that he killed Nevi Akranim. But the fact that he was embarrassed, as the Gemara Brocha says, and the fact that he died. So for that, there was already Kapara, but not for the Givayim. Maybe one can explain the following idea, which is based on a few different perushim in other places that it may come and translate to explain to us our Gemara. We know that there's a big difference, as the Balanusa pointed out, between a punishment that comes from Shemaim, from Akash and a punishment of a regular king. When a regular king punishes, so the only one he has in mind is that a specific person who deserves the punishment. If this person rebelled, if he was a Moirid, he will be killed. Now, even though he has family that don't deserve to be to suffer, he has a wife, he has children, he has family, the king doesn't care. The might said this person deserves to die, so he's gonna die. But when you have a punishment Mishamaim, nobody who doesn't deserve to suffer will not suffer from this punishment. If one deserves to die, but his wife doesn't deserve to, to suffer, his children don't deserve to be punished, his chavruses, his friends, his family, his he will not die. He will get a different punishment. 
There's no such thing to have collateral damage. Any person who suffers is part of a cheshben, it's because he deserves it. There's no just agav urcho, one was punished, someone else will suffer from it. Now when Beisdin, or Shafit here, so it's brought down that Elohim Nitzavadaskel, Kashbuch is here with a dying. And with that, the Rishonim and the Achronim explain. This is what the Gemara tells us. It says, If the dying paskin, that this person is potter. And then you found out that no, <laughs> there's another testimony that he's probably chayav. You do not bring him back to Beisdin. And the Pesach promises, Kiloi Adzdik Rosha. Kshmuel says, don't worry. You do the right din. And if it came out that he's potter, and then you find out something else, Akshmuel will take care of him. Meaning, Mishamayim, everything will work out. There is a tafke for the Beisdin to do. So, but if this person came at Zaka, he was acquitted, it's very possible that he maybe does deserve to die. But there's other Cheshboinahs why he's not dying. We don't know. Maybe the Tshuva. Maybe there's someone in his family that doesn't deserve to suffer. There's Cheshboinah Shemayim. HaKashbuch will take care of it. These are these two Pesukim come together. Ki lo yadzdik rosho and lo yikim nitzavad askel. HaKashbuch is here with the Dayonim and HaKashbuch has his Cheshboinahs. Zog dimeshechachmo on the Pesuk. There ki lo yadzdik rosho. He says, it's, the Pesach right before that says, don't take Shechat. Because this promise that Kishbogu tells the Dayonim, when you do Adil Amitoy, I'm with you, and I'll take care of it. That's only the Dayonim that do the right thing. But if they take bribery, then there's no promises for that. Then it's like a regular king. There's collateral damage, there's mistakes. You don't have that Cheshbon Kishbogu is taking care of whoever needs to be taken care of. And with this, we may come to explain our Gemara. Shaul killed Noivir Kriani. Alponov, on the surface, you could say, he held that whoever is helping Dovid the Melech is a Moyed Mamachus. He's rebelling against the king. And therefore, he's allowed to kill them. But as the Rishonim say, based on Chazal, Shaul had other Cheshboinists at his level that he should not kill them because he really did it because of the jealousy or the anger that he had to Dovid the Melech. Meaning, on the surface, it looked like Shoal did a din la mitoy, like a king can do. But underneath the surface, there was something wrong over here. And it wasn't the right din. How do we know that? Zok the Gemara, because the Giv'oinim suffered. Why would the Giv'oinim suffer from the fact that Shoal killed Noivei Karanim? Let's say Noivei Karanim deserved to die. Why do the Giv'oinim suffer? There's no collateral damage when you do the Shem Shemayim. There's no collateral damage when it's din la mitoy. The fact that you have other people suffering, that shows that the misa of naive irikaranim was wrong. That shows that naive irikaranim was nashiv shamayim because you do have over here collateral damage. So maybe if shaloyma, that that's the pshar nagmara, that the taina get show was that the give oinim suffered. That shows that naive irikaranim was wrong. So now there's a punishment on that as well. And this is what we're going to see in the next daf, that Gemara says the whole punishment came on Chilul Hashem. When if it's Din La'amitoy, so that's Kiddush Hashem. When you have Din Shiloy La'amitoy, you have Din when he's standing on his own without Siyat Dishraya. That's Chilul Hashem. And immediately comes the big punishment, which is Megale, that the whole process over here wasn't done correctly. This may be a way to explain our Gemara, a very difficult Gemara. Anyone who wants to join the Shomashava email list to what's a group, 
please email shomachshava at gmail.com.